0: Welcome to the reading, A Course in Miracles, Chapter 19, Part 4D, The Fourth Obstacle, The Fear of God. What would you see without the fear of death? What would you feel and think if death held no attraction for you? Very simply, you would remember your father, the creator of life, the source of everything that lives, the father of the universe and of the universe of universes, and of everything that lies even beyond them. Would you remember? And as this memory rises in your mind, peace must still surmount a final obstacle. After which is salvation completed and the Son of God entirely restored to sanity. For here your world does end. The fourth obstacle to be surmounted hangs like a heavy veil before the face of Christ. Yet as his face rises beyond it, shining with joy because he is in his Father's love, Peace will lightly brush the veil aside and run to meet him, and to join with him at last. For this dark veil, which seems to make the face of Christ himself like to a leper's, the bright rays of his Father's love that light his face with glory appear as streams of blood, fades in the blazing light beyond it when the fear of death is gone. This is the darkest veil, upheld by the belief in death and protected by its attraction. The dedication to death and to its sovereignty is but the solemn vow, the promise made in secret to the ego never to lift this veil, not to approach it, nor even to suspect that it is there. This is the secret bargain made with the ego to keep what lies beyond the veil forever blotted out and unremembered. Here is your promise never to allow union to call you out of separation, the great amnesia in which the memory of God seems quite forgotten. The cleavage of yourself from you. The fear of God. The final step in your dissociation. See how the belief in death would seem to save you? For if this were gone, what could you fear but life? It is the attraction of death that makes life seem to be ugly, cruel, and tyrannical. You are no more afraid of death than of the ego. These are your chosen friends. For in your secret alliance with them, you have agreed never to let the fear of God be lifted. So you could look upon the face of Christ and join him in his father. Every obstacle that peace must flow across is surmounted in just the same way. The fear that raised it yields to the love beyond, and so the fear is gone. And so it is with this. The desire to get rid of peace and drive the Holy Spirit from you fades in the presence of the quiet recognition that you love him. The exaltation of the body is given up in favor of the spirit, which you love as you could never love the body. And the appeal of death is lost forever as love's attraction stirs and calls to you. From beyond each of the obstacles to love, love itself has called And each has been surmounted by the power of the attraction of what lies beyond. Your wanting fear seemed to be holding them in place. Yet when you heard the voice of love beyond them, you answered and they disappeared. And now you stand in terror before what you swore never to look upon. Your eyes look down, remembering your promise to your friends. The loveliness of sin, the delicate appeal of guilt, the holy waxen image of death, and the fear of vengeance of the ego you swore in blood not to desert, all rise and bid you not to raise your eyes. For you realize that if you look on this and let the veil be lifted, They will be gone forever. All of your friends, your protectors, and your home will vanish. Nothing that you remember now will you remember. It seems to you the world will utterly abandon you if you but raise your eyes. Yet all that will occur is you will leave the world forever. This is the re-establishment of your will. Look upon it open-eyed and you will never more believe that you are at the mercy of things beyond you, forces you cannot control, and thoughts that come to you against your will. It is your will to look on this. No mad desire No trivial impulse to forget again, no stab of fear, nor the cold sweat of seeming death can stand against your will. For what attracts you from beyond the veil is also deep within you, unseparated from it and completely one. I, the lifting of the veil, Forget not that you came this far together, you and your brother, and it was surely not the ego that led you here. No obstacle to peace can be surmounted through its help. It does not open up its secrets and bid you look on them and go beyond them. It would not have you see its weakness and learn it has no power to keep you from the truth. The guide who brought you here remains with you, and when you raise your eyes, you will be ready to look on terror with no fear at all. But first, lift up your eyes and look on your brother in innocence born of complete forgiveness and of his illusions, and through the eyes of faith that sees them not." No one can look upon the fear of God unterrified unless he has accepted the atonement and learned illusions are not real. No one can stand before this obstacle alone, for he could not have reached this far unless his brother walked beside him. And no one would dare to look on it without complete forgiveness of his brother in his heart. Stand you here a while and tremble not. You will be ready. Let us join together in a holy instant here in this place where the purpose given in a holy instant has led you. And let us join in faith that he who brought us here together will offer you the innocence you need and that you will accept it For my love and his. Nor is it possible to look on this too soon. This is the place to which everyone must come when he is ready. Once he has found his brother, he is ready. Yet merely to reach the place is not enough. A journey without a purpose is still meaningless, and even when it is over, it seems to make no sense. How can you know that it is over unless you realize its purpose is accomplished? Here, with the journey's end before you, you see its purpose. And it is here you choose whether to look upon it or wander on, only to return and make the choice again. To look upon the fear of God does need some preparation. Only the sane can look on stark insanity and raving madness with pity and compassion, but not with fear. For only if they share in it does it seem fearful. And you do share in it until you look upon Your brother with perfect faith and love and tenderness. Before complete forgiveness, you still stand unforgiving. You are afraid of God because you fear your brother. Those you do not forgive, you fear, and no one reaches love with fear beside him. This brother who stands beside you still seems to be a stranger you do not know him and your interpretation of him is very fearful and you attack him still to keep what seems to be yourself unharmed yet in his hands is your salvation you see his madness which you hate because you share it And all the pity and forgiveness that would heal it gives way to fear. Brother, you need forgiveness of your brother, for you will share in madness or in heaven together. And you and he will raise your eyes in faith together or not at all. Beside you is one who offers you the chalice of atonement. For the Holy Spirit is in him. Would you hold his sins against him or accept his gift to you? Is this giver of salvation your friend or enemy? Choose which he is, remembering that you will receive of him according to your choice. He has in him the power to forgive your sin as you for him. Neither can give it to himself alone, and yet your Savior stands beside each one. Let him be what he is, and seek not to make of love an enemy. Behold your friend, the Christ who stands beside you how holy and how beautiful he is. You thought he sinned because you cast the veil of sin upon him to hide his loveliness. Yet still he holds forgiveness out to you to share his holiness. This enemy, this stranger, still offers you salvation as his friend. The enemies of Christ... The worshippers of sin know not whom they attack. This is your brother, crucified by sin and waiting for release from pain. Would you not offer him forgiveness when only he can offer it to you? For his redemption, he will give you yours. As surely as God created every living thing and loves it, and he will give it truly, for it will be both offered and received. There is no grace of heaven that you cannot offer to your brother and receive from your most holy friend. Let him withhold it not, for by receiving it, you offer it to him, and he will receive of you what you received of him. Redemption has been given you to give your brother, and thus receive it. Whom you forgive is free, and what you give, you share. Forgive the sins your brother thinks he has committed. And all the guilt you think you see in him. Here is the holy place of resurrection, to which we come again, to which we will return until redemption is accomplished and received. Think who your brother is before you would condemn him, and offer thanks to God that he is holy and has been given the gift of holiness for you. Join him in gladness and remove all trace of guilt from his disturbed and tortured mind. Help him to lift the heavy burden of sin you laid upon him and he has he accepted as his own and toss it lightly and with happy laughter away from him. Press it not Like thorns against his brow, nor nail him to it, unredeemed and hopeless. Give faith to your brother, for faith and hope and mercy are yours to give. Into the hands that give, the gift is given. Look on your brother and see in him the gift of God you would receive. It is almost Easter, the time of resurrection. Let us give redemption to each other and share in it that we may rise as one in resurrection, not separate in death. Behold the gift of freedom that I gave the Holy Spirit for you. And be you and your brother free together, as you offer to the Holy Spirit this same gift. And giving it, receive it of him in return for what you gave. He leadeth you and me together, that we might meet here in this holy place and make the same decision. Free your brother here, as I freed you. Give him the selfsame gift, nor look upon him with condemnation of any kind. See him as guiltless, as I look on you, and overlook the sins he thinks he sees within himself. Offer your brother freedom and complete release from sin, here in the garden of seeming agony and death. So, will we prepare together the way unto the resurrection of God's Son and let him rise again to glad remembrance of his Father, who knows no sin, no death, but only life eternal? Together we will disappear into the presence beyond the veil, not to be lost but found, not to be seen, but known, and knowing nothing in the plan God has established for salvation will be left undone. This is the journey's purpose, without which is the journey meaningless. Here is the peace of God, given to you eternally by him. Here is the rest and quiet that you seek, the reason for the journey from its beginning. Heaven is the gift you owe your brother, the debt of gratitude you offer to the Son of God in thanks for what he is, and what his Father created him to be. Think carefully how you would look upon the giver of this gift. For as you look on him, so will the gift itself appear to be. As he is seen as either the giver of guilt or of salvation, so will his offering be seen and so received. The crucified give pain because they are in pain. But the redeemed give joy because they have been healed of pain. Everyone gives as he receives, but he must choose what it will be that he receives. And he will recognize his choice by what he gives and what is given him. Nor is it given anything in hell or heaven to interfere with his decision. <clears throat> you came this far because the journey was your choice and no one undertakes to do what he believes is meaningless. What you had faith in still is faithful and watches over you in faith so gentle yet so strong that it would lift you far beyond the veil and place the Son of God safely within the sure protection of his Father. Here is the only purpose that gives this world and the long journey through this world whatever meaning lies in them. Beyond this, they are meaningless. You and your brother stand together. Still without conviction, they have a purpose, yet it is given you to see this purpose in your holy friend and recognize it as your own.